Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Tuesday, September 5th, or back to school day, or back to work day for the rest of the world. Yes, it's been a lovely summer, but the unofficial close to summer is Labor Day. And uh, if you have to be working, why not start your day with us? This is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. And if you would like to come on the air or ask us a question via email, just go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. If it's an email, just, you know, give us a bunch of details. If you want to join us, check the box. Mark does everything else. Don't forget, we've got a lot of free stuff on the website. So you hear me plugging my book in our subscription service, but we have a free weekly newsletter comes out every Friday. We have a blog section. There are videos, there's resources, a lot of stuff. So check it out. Right now, let's talk to Jennifer, who's on the line from Florida. Welcome to the program. Tell us what we can do for you, ma'am. Well, Jill, thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. I've been listening to you for quite a while. Um, I have a situation to where I'm in this analysis paralysis. I can't figure out what to do with some extra money, whether we should be paying off debt or aggressively saving. Okay. Well, tell me about the us. Uh, tell me about yourselves, what's going on. And we'll talk about the assets and, and also the, the debt, the liabilities. What do you got out there? All right. So I'm 46 and my husband is 55. I work full time and my gross salary is around 80K per year. Um, but my husband is actually on workers' compensation right now. Um, he hasn't worked for the last three years, but he's generating some income with workers' comp. And he was recently um, awarded Social Security Disability. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I'm glad you got that, but that means he really is not well. So I'm sorry about that. Well, that sucks. Thank you. Thank you. But um, the good news is, I mean, we have some income now that we know will mm -hmm. be around no matter what happens with the workers' compensation. Mm -hmm. So he'll have about $2,400 a month coming in. That's on top of some other things that we have going on. So I have some rental income. We have two rental properties that are completely paid off and they generate Whoa. about $12,000 a Wait year? a second. Rental, rental properties. Let's just do one by one. One okay. rental property is worth how much? Uh, one rental is around 90000 mm -hmm. And the other one is worth? About 30000 30000 What yes. could that be? It sounds like a garage in New York. <laughs> it's a low-income area. Okay. All right. I'm just teasing. On these two properties, you said how much do you make in a year um, for rental income? About 12000 a year. Is it a pain in the neck to maintain them or is everything like you got it set? It's all set. What has his workers' comp been? How much has that been for six ninety one a week? Six ninety one a week. Okay, I got it. So on the 
workers comp, your salary and the rental property income, is that all the income that's coming in for you guys? Yes. How has that been? Good, good. There's some extra money at the end of every month. Okay. So now we're going to go to 2400 a month. You're still going to work full time. How, how long are you planning to work and what do you do? Um, I'm an educator. So, ooh, so you're going to get a pension? Yes. Oh, good. Very goody, 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 goody. So you're contributing to your pension plan. Are you also contributing to a retirement plan through work, a deferred comp? Yeah. So they, I have a, like a hybrid plan. So it's partially pension. Um, I put into a 457 and they match into a 401k. Great. How much is in the 401k right now and the 457? What are the total amounts in there? 457 is 22,000. Mm-hmm. 401k is 12,000. So if you wind the clock ahead, how many years do you have in your system? 11. So far? You have 11. So what, what's your game plan? Like how long are you going to try to grid it? Are you going to just say, I got to get to 20 years or is there some goal in mind for you? Well, Jill, that's where it gets a little iffy. Um, since my husband's 10 years older and with the disability, um, I'd like to just do another two or three years there and then try to transition into something remote so I can spend more time with my husband now that he's I not working. Yeah, I understand that. You guys have kids? Two, but they're grown and launched. Okay. How about your current, your primary residence? What is that worth? And how much of a mortgage do, still remains on that? It's worth 180000 mm-hmm. and we owe around 80000 Do you know the rate on the mortgage? 1.99. Get out of here. Yes. How is that possible? What kind of mortgage is this? It's a refinance through our local credit union. Holy, I, I really, I mean, it takes my breath away. I'm so happy for you. That's great. And it's fixed, right? Yeah. Fixed rate. Okay, good. Let's pretend you're 48 years old and you call it quits. Tell me what happens. What is the pension that you would receive at that time? At that time, it would be probably around $1,200 a month. Hmm, that's not too much. No. Is it just a year by year or are there certain benchmarks? Some some municipalities, like every five years you get a bump or, you know, so if you make it to 15 or 20 years or whatever, that it, is it just, you know, a year by year increase for you? Yes. And I think I have to have 25 years in to be. Um, oh, then there's, and you're never going to make it that far, right? No. No. Okay. Tell me any other money that you've got saved right now? Yeah. So I had a previous employer um, and I have about 300 thousand in a, a rollover IRA. I have about $30,000 in a Roth IRA. And my husband has a 401k with his current employer that has about $240,000 and another traditional IRA with about $40,000. If you were to retire in two years, would your system allow you to be um, on the health insurance through that? No, I couldn't access that until I'm 60. So that's why I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to really retire, retire. I probably want to find something where I can work remotely, work, you know, the amount of hours I needed to get insurance someplace. Yeah, for sure. Right. Because he's covered. That's fine. Kids are launched, but it's little OU. And obviously, I mean, essentially $1,200 a month would be like what you would be paying for your own insurance. So that was not, it ain't going to cut it. This is a tough one, right? Because you know what you're going to have to do, right? You have to, have to, have to start accumulating some money and clearing the decks a little bit to prepare for this. So yes. what what else is going on? You said you mentioned some debt. Besides the mortgage debt, what other debt is outstanding? 
So I took out um, a, a four or a loan against my 457 account. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's about thirteen thousand dollars in debt there, and then we have two car payments. We have about we have a car payment that's around nine thousand dollars, and then one that's twenty five thousand dollars. Do you know the rates on those car loans? One is like two point nine nine, and the other one's around two percent as well. Did you buy those rental properties for a much lower amount than they're worth right now? Yes. Just out of curiosity. Yes. Okay. If you look at the amount of money you need to spend in a year, right? You said you've got a little extra money, but if you if you really kind of focus on this, what do you think is the outstanding um, sort of obligations that you have just to meet your needs, including the debt? Like how much do you need a month really? Probably around $5,000 a month. So it's not terrible. So, and you've got extra cash flow. So what is the real question here? Is it to, should we pay down some debt? Is that the, kind of the general game? Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking, do I take all this extra money that we have right now and put it all towards this debt to just get out from underneath that? Mm-hmm. Or because I'm the only one that's contributing to our retirement accounts right now, do we have enough in the retirement accounts where I can just aggressively pay off debt? Or do I really need to be aggressively saving? Listen, you don't have enough in retirement accounts because you're so young. That said, I don't love this debt sticking around. Do you have cash in any account right now that is is your emergency reserve? Yes. We have about 35000 And how are you paying the 457 loan back right now? Is it payroll deduction? Yes. And the extra money per month right this minute is how much? I would guess probably about $1,200. No, that's a good number. Okay. So I think what I would do is I'd start myself on that 2.99% loan. I hope that's the $9,000 car loan. I think that I would start getting rid of that as quickly as I possibly could. And then take that remaining $1,200 and split it between the 457 and the other car loan. That $1,200 right now presumes that you are putting some money away into retirement or not at all? Yes. So I'm maxing out our um, my Roth, um, okay. Roth IRA and mm-hmm. also contributing about 5% to my 457. I would just keep doing that. I would do both of those things. And I would use the 1200 to accelerate the debt pay down. And I would try to target in your mind getting rid of as much of this debt as possible before. Look, ideally, before you retire, the 457 loan is done as is at least the $9,000 car loan and a good chunk of the 25000 That's okay. what I think. This is a terrible situation in lots of ways because I don't want you to retire, but I understand why you're going to retire, right? And, and I, I hate to give up pension because, uh, you know, pensions, they just get better and better. But you're not, as we said, you're not going to last 25 years right. in this system. So I think that, you know, if you're willing to work and you're willing to keep a tight grip on your expenses and we delay tapping into these retirement plans. I think this does make sense, okay? But you're going to have you're going to have to work from home obviously. And you may have to keep working longer than you expect. You may need to, you know, essentially for for you keep working for the insurance, which you know a lot of people have done and hopefully you find something that's kind of cool and fun and engaging, but I, I don't see that you know you're going to be like you know, sipping mimosas, you know, at age 52 and chilling out with your husband, I think that you're going to have to work. 
And that's okay because you said you're willing to work. So that's perfect. The only other thing that I can think of, and then this is why I was sort of asking you about those rental properties, is that they're they're yielding decent money, but there's money in there. Like there is money in there. And so, you know, if you had to, I just want to point out that you could pull the trigger, especially if you're making a lower amount of money, like if you're in a low, much lower tax bracket um, in the future, if you're staying in, say, the 12% tax bracket or so, you know, maybe it's a there's a, a rationale for selling those rental properties just to have the liquidity, just to have your money, your ha- money in hand, especially if your husband is going to need some care going forward. I mean, does he have a condition that you think is going to require spending for you guys? I don't think so. I, he's okay. just had some neck surgery, so mobility is limited. But hopefully that's that we've reached the end of that. So I think that that's something to keep in the back of your mind that, you know, I have a $120,000 pot of money. It's there if I needed it. And I don't think you should be afraid of uh, liquidating that if things change. That is just a, this big chunk of your of your net worth that it, it's certainly it's generating money. You know, it's great. You have $120,000 in real estate. It's generating $12,000 a year. It's fine. But it could be that you want access to that big chunk of money, especially for you, Jennifer, as you get older, you may need that. So yeah. I just want to point that out. Just it's always there. You don't have feel like you have to do it this second, but keep an eye on that. And don't forget that that's a pot of money that is yours and you have access to it. Okay. I appreciate that. I had not thought of that at all. So yeah, I appreciate it's, that. yeah, it's there for you. So don't, don't, don't forget about that. You guys have your estate planning. You got wills and powers of attorney and healthcare proxies and stuff like that done. Yes, we do. Jennifer from Florida. Um, you give us a holler if you need anything. Just really be careful here. And if it's like one extra year you have to work just to make some of these numbers look a little bit better, it it should be okay. But I I get where you're coming from. And I really appreciate you taking the time to spend with us today because I think it's instructive to hear that, you know, oftentimes, gang, I'll give this advice and I'll say, oh, keep working, keep working. This is a very unique situation. It's why it's so great that you came on the air with us. So we appreciate it. And we really do wish you the best of luck. So let us know if there's anything else we can do for you, okay? I will. Thank you so much, Jill and Mark. Okay, it's back to school with your money too, right? So if you want to get back in shape, back into a groove with your life, with your money, you've had a fun summer, that's wonderful. I encourage that of everyone. But it may be time for you to reach out to us. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and do let us know if you would be willing to come on the air, because Mark will do everything else. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen, and lift someone up. It's going to make someone feel good, I promise you, and it's going to make you feel good for doing it. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better, They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. 
Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.